right, everyone. We'd like to welcome back to the program the SBJ's Director of Governmental Affairs, Craig Kessler. Uh, seems like we're going to kick a hornet's nest here with our topic in this episode, but that's okay, right, Craig? Sure. That's, that's the nature of my job description. Love it. So what is AB 672, and why does it threaten public golf? It's a bill that would remove all of California's publicly owned golf courses, that's 22% of them, from the protections of the California Public Park Preservation Act, from certain protections of the California Environmental Quality Act, and from local control over certain zoning entitlements that apply uh, to municipal golf courses and municipal golf courses only. What it would do, in essence, is read all all the public parkland golf courses out of the park systems in the state so that they could be fast-tracked as housing developments. And they would have a very special kind of housing development. They would have to have an affordable component, which is a moving target. In other words, that means different things in different locales per a formula that I will readily admit I don't understand. So it's important... In, it's important in the sense that, uh, uh, like I said, 22% of the state's golf courses are municipal. Over 40%, and that's a conservative number, of golf play in California is on those golf courses. And more than 90% of the various SCGA Junior Foundation, First Tee, Youth on Course, SCPGA Junior League, all of those kinds of things that the golf industry has invested so much time, so much, re- so many resources in, in long-term growing the game, uh, the game would lose those sites um, potentially. They would be put in jeopardy. It's not as if 672 were to pass and suddenly all the state's municipal golf courses close. But what's even a little bit more insidious about it, it, it ends up being a legislative finding that among all the recreational activities that are available to Californians, think swimming pools, soccer fields, little league baseball, equestrian centers, trail systems, bike paths, the full gamut, you name it. All of those things would continue to be protected, but golf would be read out of that. So in essence, to the degree to which many municipalities, the vast majority of them, aren't meeting their their, their housing elements that are, that are mandated by Sacramento, they would be steered in, in the direction of their municipal golf courses and would be precluded from developing on other things. So I don't think golf would have an objection to giving up a little bit as long, if, if, that was, if everyone had to give a little bit in order to solve what is a genuine problem in the state housing. But being right. the only one that gives is discriminatory, and it, it sort of, it's almost evidence of, a, of some anti-golf animus running out there. Yeah, and, you know, this bill has been dubbed uh, quote, you know, the most damaging golf bill, uh, golf-related bill to come along in a generation. So is that a bit dramatic or are we really staring down the barrel on this one? I I, I think, yeah, were the bill to pass, it would definitely be the most single, most damaging piece of legislation. Look, the golf industry deals with lots of legislation and much of it is more annoyance than than it is damaging. This one, it goes beyond that. 
And um, if uh, some consider it an overreaction, it's hard, it, it's hard to call it an overreaction when you're singled out among all those recreational services as sort of a, a formally or a state-sanctioned disordered, um, disfavored activity, I should say. Yeah, yeah, very true. So why is tomorrow, Thursday, April 29th, why is that an important date? The way things work in Sacramento is the bills have to get through either their committee of reference or committees, if it's if it's if they're referred to more than one committee, by midnight April 30th. That's this year's date. And so this item's been referred to two committees: primary committee, housing and community development. Secondary after that would be local government. It is Thursday is the last meeting day of community of housing and community development. It's not on that agenda as of now. Uh, and if it doesn't get on that agenda and doesn't pass successfully through that committee and the second committee uh, by the by the by the next day on Friday, it's in essence it is it can't be acted on in 2021. What can happen and what we suspect will happen is it'll be made into a two-year bill and its context will come back alive on January 1 of 2022 for a limited period of time. Whether exactly as is or slightly amended is only known to the author. So the issue won't go away. And in, and, and, and dovetail in responding a little bit back to your last question, it's less the specifics of this badly drafted piece of legislation. It's very, very clumsy. Uh, but it's the thinking that underlies it that is probably more dangerous, is really insidious. And I think it's a wake-up call to the golf industry that, um, that, that, there, that we have certain problems that are related to our, to our use of the land um, that we need to pay closer attention to. But things like this are going to keep coming, and they're not really coming out of left field. They're coming out of the thinking that underlies um, AB 672. Yeah, and the situation clearly seems to be one of those speaker forever hold your peace moments. So how can our listeners, how can the SDJ member, how can the golf lover act on this? Well, the best thing they can do is uh, contact their members of the assembly primarily, but also their state senators. And if they will go to scga.org and, and click onto the government affairs uh, section under the learn tab, uh, they will see that this uh, bill is is in an alert form at the top. And if you just click in, there's a couple of simple clicks. You type in your address, and it takes you to your legislator. And uh, you can just populate what comes up uh, with a message. And we have a few sample messages if you care to use them. We always encourage uh, our members to write their own opinion. Uh, their, their legislators need to hear from them. And to the specific point of speak now or forever hold your peace, now, the time has probably come where legislators need to hear from real-life constituents that golf is important to them. Golf has a place in the in the open in the public space, and um, is an is is an asset to the to the communities in which the golf courses are located. Not a problem to be singled out for excision uh, from the protections of the Public Park Protection Act. Yeah, and that all, all of that being said, obviously we do need to act, but i got to ask you, what is the likelihood that this bill actually sees the floor for a vote this year? I, I think it's highly likely that this bill will, will for 2021, uh, be dead this Friday. The point, though, is that it, it is a 
it's a clumsy bill. Mm-hmm. A lot of things which are law today began as clumsy bills because they yep. reflected thinking or ideas. So, so keep in mind, uh, if, go- if golf takes from that death on this Friday that somehow does a victory lap, it will have drawn the wrong lesson. If golf takes this is that we had enough in our arsenal to deflect a very poorly aimed uh, shot in what promises to be a long battle, so we've given, been given a little breathing space to sort of come up with some longer-term strategies to deal with the, with the uh, thinking that underlies AB 672 and begin to address it, golf will have learned the right lesson. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, you know, even if this bill is squashed, which we, we hope it does just that on Friday here, you know, why is it important for the golf community to set a precedent against these type of bills in the future? I know you, you touched on it a little bit, but if you wanted to expand just a little bit further. Well, I think the, the uh, golf has relied for over, not just in California, but in the United States for over 100 years, has relied for its growth and sustenance on the municipal sector. And that has been entirely dependent upon its recognition as, as a, a parkland amenity. Now, for much of that history, golf was uh, subsidized, just like swimming pools are, and soccer fields, and baseball diamonds, and, and hiking trails, and equestrian centers. And um, now, and golf, but because the game was so popular, uh, it, it was able to eventually charge fees that were not only allowed the golf courses to be self-sustaining, but for example, in many of the urban park systems in, in California, L.A. County most notably, it provides millions of dollars in addition there, too, that are used to, to help subsidize all those programs, soccer and swimming and baseball and track and field and so forth. And in, in some people's minds, that has made them something not parks. So, so the, it's the principle underlying. It's important that, go, that, that golfers make their policymakers and their lawmakers aware that, yeah, there are different varieties of golf, and there's a substantial portion, a little over a fifth of it, that is part of park systems and part of public amenities. Yes, there are private clubs as well, but this particular sector of golf, the heart and the soul, the growth and the sustenance of it, has always been, but it won't continue to be the sustenance of golf if golfers don't stand up and and speak to that part of the narrative which, uh, again, I think this is redolent of a lot of things that have bedeviled the golf industry. We succeeded and did so well for so long that golf's become a little complacent and has felt that that its value was self-evident. Well, truth is, nothing is really self-evident. And so I think, to, to your point, it's important that golfers make that case, and they make that case long and loud. And this would be a good moment to uh, do that. Yeah, well said. And to reiterate that, everybody, uh, scga.org, we do have a new uh, governmental affairs hub where we house all of our legislative affairs from our governmental affairs team of Craig Kessler and Kevin Fitzgerald. So head on over there to learn everything about AB 672, but that's not everything you do, Craig. So after the speed lump is hopefully in the rear view, what's next on the SCGA's radar for this summer? Well, we're going to continue to work on some of the other bills I referred to as annoyances during the session, but our but our members are not really going to hear about that. 
But I, I think everyone understands that in some northern counties, uh, Marin and Sonoma have already begun, in the case of Marin, 40% cutbacks on their golf courses, water allotments. The California Water Project, Southern California, uh, receded, is only going to receive 5%. Uh, we're on... Um, we're okay probably for the remainder of this year because the southern half of the state has significant storage mechanisms. But if next year looks like the last two years in terms of overall precipitation and particularly in terms of Sierra snowfall, then we are, we're looking smack in, in the face of a 2014-15-16 replay. Some will call that another drought. Others uh, who are more expert than I are saying that we're basically in a longer term or a mega drought driven by the fact that uh, our, that it's warmer and thus it snows less. It doesn't really matter. The point is we'll be, we're going to be looking square at the, at the issues that, that sort of dominated our agenda prior to COVID because we're almost to that finish line as well. And the one thing I can say about being government affairs director for the Southern California Golf Association, uh, we get to one finish line and it seems like we have, we have to start another race. And more often than not, we have to run multiple races at the same time. So if your question was, am I going to get bored once 672 dies on Friday? Hardly. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Craig. Um, and again, everybody go on and, and check out the new governmental affairs hub on SCGA.org. Uh, that does it for this episode of Quarantine Chronicles. So thanks for joining again, Craig. Uh, super informative as always, and keep fighting the good fight. We'll talk to you soon.